This week, Undertaker retires for real this time, Sting is all elite, and Io Shirai gets trashed over the weekend. Welcome to the Full Nelson Press. And welcome to the Phone Nelson Press. My name is Brandon Kirkpatrick. I'm here with my co-host Peter O'Brien. You can find him on Twitter at MVP360. You can find myself on Twitter at Johnny J O N N Y underscore Tango, and you can follow the Phone Nelson Press on Twitter at TFMP. Pete, how you been, bud? Oh, I've been good. You know, watching the old wrestling shows that have been on. So, living the dream. It sounds like it. You're still in quarantine, aren't you? Yeah, we haven't left. How, how is Illinois? Uh, it's super boring. Um, <laughs> I like literally put on jeans one day just to feel accepted in my house. I don't know. There's like nothing to do. How's your coworkers? And I mean your dog. Oh, he's good. He's good. He's hanging out. He's actually, actually, I don't know where he's at. To be honest, <laughs> I just turned it. look back. He's not there. So I don't know where he's at. <laughs> He's probably walking himself. Well, it's been a while. Uh, we were going to talk about Survivor Series. This is my fault. I thought War Games was the following week, and then I swore it was going to be the week after that. And now we're like almost three weeks deep into since we've done a show. This is yeah, this was like, totally my fault. I feel bad. The Survivor Series <laughs> happened. I mean, we're, we're basically on to the aftermath. Yeah, we're pretty much just going to go over each match uh, very quickly and then just go over what, what's been going on since then. Uh, then we're going to talk about some other side notes and then jump into NXT War Games, which was last night. I'm excited for that. Yep, absolutely. But you, you know what? Let's just get Survivor Series over with. First match of the night is the men's Survivor Series match, Team Brawl, which is AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Matt Riddle. I'm not just calling him Riddle. Google it. Uh, and then SmackDown is going to be uh, Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and Otis. Rollins leaving. Obviously, I think he's taking time off to be with his wife because they're having a kid. So whatever. I think it's pretty good storytelling there. Like yeah, he is—he still thinks of himself as the Monday Night Messiah, so he sacrifices himself for Raw. And I, I'm sure that that'll be the uh, the comeuppance to that will be that when he comes back, he'll be back on Raw again. Yeah, which is fine. Um, other than that, I don't see the purpose of this match. I thought it was pointless. It was a waste of time. It did absolutely nothing no, in any storytelling. Mm -hmm. uh, didn't advance anybody. Like last year's Survivor Series when Keith Lee like was the star. Like this sucked. I'm just going to flat out say it. Was, it sucked. I think the last couple of years, each Survivor Series had more weight to it, whether it was something that they were incorporating with the storyline, like when it was the authority uh, versus like a bunch of disgruntled wrestlers, or when it was like actual brand supremacy to prove something not only between Raw and SmackDown, but then NXT. Yeah, this one just kind of felt like, all right, I guess we're blue and you're red and we have to fight there now. There was no story, like, there's nothing that advanced anybody's character in any way. It didn't start any rivalries. Like I said, mm. it was dead in the water. And it was right. supposed to focus on Uso and that whole head of the table crap, which I was just yeah. like, that's really all you're focusing on. Like, that's where WWE's tunnel vision is so stupid 
that they're like, this is the only guy that gets to be advanced while everybody else is just there. You had five people get squashed by the other brand just so Roman could be mad at somebody. Yep. Like that's that was it. that's what it came down to. I'm sorry, that sucked. One brief highlight I liked, and I know you're gonna hate it, was Keith Lee versus Otis. It was short-winded, but it was generally entertaining for the three minutes that it went on. I'm over Otis. Like he's just No, but it was cool to see there. Keith Lee. I do. No. Well, yeah. It, it was mostly for Keith Lee. It wasn't like an oh my god, Otis, thank God. It was really problem- cool to see. Keith, like, throw Otis around. What's Keith Lee's purpose right now? Like, literally. There is like, none. who is he? Like, mm-hmm. what is he? He got called up. That's it. Like, they're not advancing characters. So that moment there meant nothing to me. I was like, wow, right. Keith Lee. Where last year, NXT was, like, the up and coming. They were like, yeah. And Absolutely. People he was were the behind star. NXT because they were just like, this is awesome. And then he got to showcase why he was good and why people liked him in NXT. Well, then he gets called up, and now he's just another face in the crowd. There's nothing to him. And there's no WWE 24 show that can help that out right now. I'm sorry. Exactly. Where did that come from? Well, because that's the other thing. Because the the 24th thing was this last weekend, but the previous one was Lana's. And we'll get to that. Like, that means nothing. They're trying to (laughs) advance these two by doing that. And I'm not... I'm sorry. I just watched a wrestling event. I'm not about to sit on and watch another story. Like... I got stuff to do. It's Sunday Night Football. See you later. Straight up, like if I was WWE, I bet you'd get more reviews if you advertised it before the event. Like before the kickoff show, I think that's when I would be in the mood to actually watch one of those documentaries to gear up to the wrestling event. Not after it. Because after, I think I think you're the same. As soon as the wrestling event is over, I immediately get wrestling fatigue. I don't want to read any news. I don't want to look at Aftermath. I'll wait till the next morning. Yeah, exactly. Uh, next match, it's the New Day versus the Street Profits. Awesome match. I, I knew this was going to be a great match. Uh, this is four incredibly athletic men who just put on an awesome show. Profits win. They get to put over. Uh, they're going over the New Day, which is fine. I mean, the New Day is still the New Day. New Day can lose, and it doesn't affect them. I'm glad that they let the Street Profits win. Like, it was a good Absolutely. match. I I honestly think it was probably the best match of the night. Uh, it could have been. Um... You know what? I think... No, no, I did like the main event, but we'll get to that. Uh, Next is the uh, IC champ match, Sami Zayn versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, Sami tries to do his antics, but the Hurt Business just prevents any of it from happening. Uh, Bobby just destroys Sami, and it's a quick win. Uh, You know what? At least Sami isn't injured this time, so that's a plus. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Like, Sami Zayn was funny. Like, he was doing his tactics. To have him take on the Hurt Business, like, that's one of those matches where you don't know who to really, like, cheer. Because some people still think the Hurt Business is heel. Some people think they're face. Sami Zayn is an obvious heel. But, like... There wasn't any reason for me to really get invested. And honestly, I didn't know that match was on the card, even though I should have because it was Survivor Series. But like if they would have had more of like a build to the match of like Sami Zayn calling out Lashley or something, you know, going out there being like, yeah, Bobby, you gave me Vertigo. Like it kept going on (laughs) to get to that match. That would have been great. It just felt like it was thrown in there. And I was like, and this is why WWE pay-per-views hit so low with me because they are pointless to be honest there hasn't been a viable pay-per-view for wwe i mean since roman turned heel baby that was about it and the rest of the show what did it do nothing nothing advances at these things and they drive me nuts 
Oh yeah, you can tell it's complete tunnel vision. Yes, like, this was a. I think wrestling is at its finest when you are forced storytelling wise to put either two faces or two heels against each other. I think that is when you can really shine with character development. Because what's what better way to have Sammy lose to Bobby Lashley, some guy who's been Sammy's been talking heat this entire time, and then to finally get his comeuppance. Uh, from Lashley, it just, it didn't feel that way. It was just, they threw it together, it was quick, it was done. Uh, it, it didn't do anything for either side. Yep. Uh, next is Asuka versus Sasha Banks, women champ, women champ versus women champ. Uh, this was another great match. Uh, B- Banks finally gets to beat Asuka. I don't think he, she's been able to do it yet. Um, overall, though, really enjoyable match. I thought yeah. this was a good, solid match. It was good. I'm glad Sasha didn't lose like she usually does when she gets the belt. So I was fine with it. <laughs> right, right. Not much to say, though. Like, nothing no. really happened to that. That was one of those other matches where it was just, okay, here's one brand, one van versus each other, and then we're done. We're moving yep. on. So uh, next is the Women's Survivor Series match. Team Raw versus Team SmackDown versus Lana. This match sucked. And there was, was only one bad. thing that could have helped it out. Maybe gave it a little more light. Or <laughs> What is that, Pete? Just do blow. it. Just get it done. Because you know what I'm <laughs> feeling. Oh, no. Bring it to the floor. There's no amount of black lights that could have saved this match. Like, the whole thing of them setting up where they're like, Lana, stand on the stairs, and then she ends up being the sole survivor. That didn't, that made her look worse. Like, that was no redemption story. She was useless. Her lipstick, and I felt bad about this, but her lipstick, when she did a move, it like ran down the side of her face. So she's sitting there pouting, and I don't know if she knew or it was supposed to, but I'm like, oh no, this is... This is a bad look. Like this doesn't this make really Lana. Sad. This doesn't mm-hmm. make Lana like feel like someone I should get behind. Like I feel bad for her as a person that had to actually do that for a match. Not right. I hope her character wins this and we should celebrate it. Like sorry, it was sad. Like it it made no sense. And for the whole be a bully, be a star, and that's your big thing yeah. with schools, yeah. and that's the program you put out there. What school should be like, yo, we should invite WWE. They really know how to not bully. And it's more like, well, they actually do know how to bully. They, we should have kids watch it so they know not what to do, right? I want to see a bunch of photo shoots of uh, Titus O'Neil in different schools, but you have you continuously show Lana outside through a window having to watch oh God, with great. her arm crossed. Like, no, Lana, get out up. of here. <laughs> I think what made it even sadder was that morning they released like snippets of the new WWE 24 with Lana involved. And it talks about how, how much she's got bullied in the company and bully cyber bullied and, and, and that she doesn't feel like she's fit in. So they, they give you this narrative of her and then kind of set it up where they're like, is this going to be a redemption story? Nope. Lana still fucking useless. Just stands there. Yep. You know, everyone is going to bully somebody. Like, especially like NFL. Like, I read it all day. Like, on Sunday, of people trying to call out players. But really, they, they don't have talent. And Lana was amazing as Rusev's manager. That was her spot. And for some reason, WWE rocked the boat with it because they thought she could wrestle. And maybe she can But that doesn't mean she can't be, like, that character. Like, if you want me to step in ring, I kick her ass. It's like, okay, awesome. And then she comes out and wins in, like, more like this Bulgaria thing. They were wasted talent, and they take these characters that are actually good, and they just bury them. This aspect with Lana, 
I'm sorry you're getting bullied online, but this isn't helping the bullying. That's right. just teeing it up more for all the trolls out there. I think she would be great as a manager for Shayna Baszler. Give her the Russian accent back and say, this person's going to break you. And then Shayna just goes in there and does her work for Lana. It didn't help, too, when she was doing the whole I'm hanging out with Dolph Ziggler aspect, but oh. yet she's going to Nashville Predator games with uh, Miro. Like, you're seeing it on social media, which kind of right. leads down the line that social media can ruin a WWE career. And you're just like, well, that story's dead. And then you have the other side where Dolph Ziggler's like, why the hell would you post that? Like, we're supposed to be in our story. Why are you doing that? She shoots herself in the foot a lot. Yeah, I don't think she's dead in the water yet, but she's very, 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 very close. So I got to ask you, though, since we're talking about Lana, let's look at a year in review, because a year ago to now, Lana was getting married to Bobby Lashley. Uh, do you think she's better off now than where she was? Yes, that that whole story was terrible. That was bad because everyone knew it wasn't real. Yep. So let's get to the main event. The tribal chief Roman Reigns versus the Scottish psychopath Drew McIntyre. It has been a very long time since I've seen two main eventers in a match like this. Like, and I don't mean like two people like, Hey, there's big Bill Goldberg. You know, it's, it's two guys in their prime full-time wrestlers. Uh, I, this, I, I loved this. I loved this match. I loved the setup to this. I think they could have maybe not have drew drop the belt to Randy right away. That was kind of stupid. I don't get that aspect. But it does go to show you that people are interested in seeing different. And yeah. and if you build someone up, such as like a Drew McIntyre, like then you're over. Like you're interested right. in seeing this. Like absolutely. Um, it it shows that you could actually make this like a headliner at Mania, and people would be pumped for it. Right. The last time I saw like this caliber in a main event of of athletes was like Randy Orton versus John Cena in their prime. You know, like it's been a while since we've seen like this kind of a main event. And I'm, I'm very happy for the future of WWE when I see stuff like this, because I do like the new Roman. I think the I think WWE is finally getting their footing uh, with with what they need to do with Roman. And it's it's what they always need to do. It's what got Rollins over. It's give someone the ability to strive as a heel and the crowd will get over with them. They will enjoy them more as a heel. So when you do want to make them the top face people are going to be more behind that. Yeah, I think this has been basically life injector for Roman Reigns because I thought he was stale. This whole aspect is great, but like the whole still going after Jey Uso crap, like I'm kind of, I'm like, all right, either have him join him or not. Like I'm right. just kind of over, Absolutely. I'm getting over that part. But now like Kevin Owens versus Reigns, like, and I'm not going to lie, people, I don't tune into SmackDown every night. I can't. Like, I just physically cannot watch this much wrestling. But it doesn't have the same feel of Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre when I didn't watch anything. And all I saw was a couple clips of McIntyre coming out and calling out Reigns. I'm like, that works. But, like, Kevin Owens right now, I don't know. He's kind of like the stun Owens stuns guy, and I'm, I really like Kevin Owens. I like the angry Kevin Owens, not this one that's like kind of baby face. Like, you know, that's why that match now really, I'm kind of like, whatever. But yeah, Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, bravo. I mean, I'm glad that they didn't let Roman win by his spears on him, and yeah. it took a dirty move that shows that McIntyre is really high up. Right? Yeah, because Roman just straight up punches. Drew in the dick. Yeah. <laughs> so, bravo. 
So that is Survivor Series. Let's move on to The Undertaker. Uh, he gets a This Is Your Life segment at the end of Survivor Series where a bunch of people just, I mean, they just come out to the ring. No one told Kane it was a black tie event. Poor guy shows up in all gear. What was the point of co- having all of them come out? There was no point. Because there wasn't even like an after show. Because I was like, oh, maybe they're going to do something once like, you know, the cameras turn off. That's it. He just comes out and says goodbye. And that's it. Yeah, it... <laughs> It was weak, like... It was really weak. And he comes out using the shitty Metallica song. Yeah, I I didn't see the purpose on why they did it mm-hmm. the way they did. I don't see why you had all these people come out. Because there were some people, like, I was just like, who? Like, yeah. Wh- why are they there? There were generally cool moments. The bit where they used the lightning to do his entrance song at the beginning, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, him doing the Paul Bear, the tribute to that... Super cool. Everything else, whiffs. And then he kind of like talks, but like I would have been more on board if he didn't talk in the Undertaker voice. And like he started off by saying like blah, 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 I'm the Undertaker, but mm-hmm. then took his hat off and be like, listen, it's now safe to say I am Mark. I appreciate right. everybody. It's mark like, the Mark. Just be done with it. Like, is it me or does it still feel like he could come back? Well, also, like, aren't we going to do this all over again for the Hall of Fame ceremony? Right? Like, <laughs> we're not done. Yeah, he could be done for the ring, whatever. But, like, the way he left kind of leaves some people out there being like, he could still go again. And I'm like, I think he could. I think he will. Does Undertaker give at least one choke slam a year for the rest of his life on WWE television? Absolutely. Probably. But Undertaker uh, retires, and then, like, a couple weeks later, Sting returns. Sting is all elite. Yeah. Goes to AEW for a multi-year contract. Love it. I think it's smart. Like, that's a big name. That's a that's actually a real big name for WD- or AEW to get. Because, yeah, they get all these people from, like, Ring of Honor. And, you know, they get these underground guys. Like, signing someone with that much weight behind their name to their roster is pretty good. Pretty big. Especially because that name is big on the TNT network. It's big on the TNT network. And it's big with wrestling fans. Everyone knows who Sting is. I don't, I don't know about the wrestling thing. I, it'd be really cool if he's just so. like what Arn Anderson is. Like, they're saying a lot. I mean, if he does like a Scorpio death drop here and there, like how Taker might do a, a tombstone here and there, I'm fine with it. But come on, don't put him in a in a match at all, please. Nope, it's fine, though. You know they're gonna. I guess Booker T said something to him about, like, this pretty much just ruined what he... Uh, any any chance of him doing anything else in the WWE, and it's kind of like good because yeah. what he did in the WWE fucking sucked. And what was the point of him being in the WWE to lose to Triple H? Yeah, to fight DX. Cool. <laughs> Neat. But then also, uh, just when you think that couldn't get even crazier, Kenny Omega is AEW champion. Love it, and, and gonna be on Impact. Yeah. Did you see the thing I tweeted at you? Um, I uh, literally did it this morning. You have to look, man. I am tagging you on stuff. You gotta. Get the information. <laughs> so someone did uh, the New World Order and N64 wrestling game, but instead it yeah. said uh, AEW and with the fractured. So there was Moxley <laughs> and then there's Kenny Omega and it had Impact and it goes N64. That's I'm like, oh my sweet. God, I would buy that game. So smart that AEW does cross promotion. AEW does not flex and get all mad if you talk about another company. And if I'm AEW and Impact, I'm doing everything to run WWE out, pushing them to the boundary where WWE has to make a call and do something. 
something better. Because that's, I mean, that's where it is right now. It's, uh, it's almost like what Vince did. He just started buying up other territories when he started WWE. But instead, it's now these indie companies working together to kind of make it so that way WWE can't just ma- be a complete monopoly on the business. Yeah, and I love it. And I think it's so smart and it makes the most sense and it's such a good move. Um, Kenny Omega win, great. Uh, I kind of feel it's kind of the same with Rollins, like Renee. You know, she's at home, so maybe Moxley wants to go spend some time with her for a little bit. I think that's exactly it. Which is fine. He can be off TV. AEW is smart about it. They'll take people off TV for a little bit. Like, and when they come back, there's more weight behind their name when they show up. WWE's like, no, no, no. You have to be on. You have to be on. You have to be on. It's like, no, you don't. Right, because they they would do, I I can't remember WWE would do this thing where it was like a six months of Chris Jericho, then six months of Rob Van Dam. Yeah. It was every half a year they'd rotate both those wrestlers in and out of the roster. And it's like, do that more. That was a cool way to do that. So yeah, AEW, uh, they're definitely striving. We only had a little bit to talk about them because now we got to lower the cage, Pete, because it's war games. Bring out the second ring. Oh my God. We look down. Bring out the, oh my God, I'm over Ozzy Osbourne's War Pigs game song. <laughs> like, oh my God. The whole night. Oh, how many times they said war games. I think I literally tweeted, if you are drinking when they say war games, and this is during the pre-show. <laughs> R.I.P. Show just started. Like the actual show. I'm like, you are clinically dead. Like there's no <laughs> way you are living right now. They right? did it too hard with saying war games. Like I got it. We know. Do you think like two minutes went by and we forgot where we're at? First match of the night is a War Games match. It is Team Shotzi versus Team uh, Candice. Uh, Team Shotzi is Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, and Io Shirai. Uh, Candice is Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Tony Storm. Overall, cool. Uh, that's like your four top women in NXT, and that's that's kind of cool. Raquel Gonzalez, I think I finally can remember who she is now after this match. Like, yeah. I think she put a name to herself. She's really good. Shotzi Blackheart is good, um, but I think she's green. Ha, <laughs> get it? <laughs> I don't think she's main event yet, but she's getting better in the ring. Like, there was times I saw, like, she looked a little behind the other. Like, Candice LeRae is really good in the ring. Io Shirai is good. Right. Rhea Ripley's good. The Gonzalez girl, she's getting better. Much better. Dude, Io Shirai is hilarious. Just putting a garbage can over her head Laughing. She's just like, fuck it, yep. I'm just jumping. Loved it. Loved it. Oh, dude, it was the best. Candace tries to get a pin at one point, and they're like, no, because you keep EO out of the fucking match, yeah. you idiot. <laughs> they're like, you have to let her in. Some sad news. It looks like can I read that Candace Array might have broken her arm. Yeah, it was on the, the spot where yeah. Shotzi jumps onto the chair. I like how they said she put the chair up to make sure Shotzi was hurt too, because I'm like, she's literally laying on the chairs. Why would she put a chair <laughs> on top of herself? <laughs> but she finishes the match mm-hmm. so kudos to candace back to shotzi though i think um having her on nxt for the next three to four years is cool with me i think it could be the shotzi blackheart show on nxt i don't want her on the main card wwe has ruined my fa- flavor for anyone getting called up from nxt because i sit <laughs> there and look at it and i'm like nope i just don't see what they would see in her now rhea ripley i see them shooting her to the top or michelle gonzalez maybe Candice LeRae, but I don't, I see Shotzi Blackheart just floundering, even though Triple H has put a stamp of approval on her. Triple H has put a stamp of approval on a lot of people. Guess where they go? Nowhere. 
Um, overall, Io Shirai, not only does she fall off with the ch- uh, trash can, she gets stomped out uh, it, while she's still in that trash can. And then the finish is her going through a ladder onto the metal pad that connects yep. both rings. So, yeah, the, the bad guys, they win. Yeah, I liked it, though. It was a good match. So, next match is Timothy Thatcher versus Tommaso Ciampa. I think Thatcher's kind of growing on me a little bit more. But, I mean, in the same sense as if you just put him on every takeover and he just has, like, a brutal, bloody match and loses every time, I'm okay with it, too. I guess, yeah. He's he's cool where he's at. It's just another person that I don't see going to the main roster. But the right. match was brutal, hard-hitting. Dude, I think his ear was hanging off. Like, yeah. I was like, is he bleeding from his brain? And like, if he was, they wouldn't have this match going, but it looked like his ear wrapped up at the top, I thought. Yeah, they're good matches. He, Thatcher hits hard and they go all out, but Tim Thatcher is just kind of like, yeah, you know, and I'm going to go sell insurance after this. Right? Like, I'm going to go shave my head and be Oni Larkin number three. Right? Uh, So next is a strap match. It's strap time. Dexter Loomis versus Cameron Grimes for the third takeover in a row. Um, This match kind of just, I don't know, finished the same way as the last one. It it was what it was. I don't know what else to add to these two. I really like Dexter Loomis. I think he's, he's awesome. good. I think he's I just a want star. To take someone else on. Yeah, and I think Cameron Grimes is pointless. He drives me nuts. I don't get it. And the match is good. I like Loomis. Like he's just like I like his aura. I wish his music was a little darker, but he's just creepy. I, I like he doesn't talk. He just draws. <laughs> like <laughs> I think it's and hilarious. Not good drawings. No, they're like they're like uh, caricatures or whatever. Like yeah. Also, like, oh, he's a dark drawer, but he you know he's got a fun side. I think his drawings like they need to be a little darker like because I think that's like where they're going with them but that's just me like nitpicking a little bit but sure, I sure. like Loomis like I think he's awesome I think Loomis would be great with the fiend have painting time with Dexter Loomis in the corner and be like oh what are you painting us and Dexter yeah. would just like like just draw something there. and stand and just stare at stare at Bray and Bray would be like uh oh is that your next buddy <laughs> <laughs> And you'd be like, oh my god, this is creepy. Exactly. So that, That's what got, I'm talking about. If you got drawn on the easel, like, could you imagine then someone standing in the back and be like, wait, I'm the next? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And so the whole time they're watching and in the background, you would just see Loomis step to the side in the camera angle. And then he would just fall back and like people would just be like always constantly looking around. <laughs> right? Over. Huge. Exactly. He would exactly. be great. Right? And that's the thing. Like, you could do that stuff with the Funhouse on SmackDown and still keep him on NXT. Yep. You know, yep. like, it doesn't need to, like, the Funhouse doesn't have to have rules to it. Yep. I think it, I think if he does that, I think it would be awesome. It would be so smart. I'd love it. Uh, so next, I think, which was the lowest point of the whole night, NXT North America Championship. Leo Ruff versus Johnny Gargano versus Damian Priest. A weird... Mess of a match. I hated this one. So I kept hearing Leo Ruff, and I'm like, is Leo Rush back? He looks like Leo Ruff and Rich Swan. That you just messed it up. You like you get what I mean? Like, yeah. Why would they have a guy with this almost the same name as Leo Rush called Leo Ruff? Leon Ruff. Leon Ruff. That's dumb. Johnny Gargano. I'm gonna continue saying I am bored with Johnny Gargano matches. Like he's on all the time. This was just a mess. Same thing. Damian Priest, the razor's edge through the barricade was pretty cool. Like, I thought that was neat, but... I think, I've never seen someone throw someone through something and immediately be like, oh, did I hurt him for real? Like, is he dead? <laughs> then, all of a sudden, a great promotion for Screen 5, which is coming out here next year. I can't <laughs> wait. 
I don't get this. Is it just like the leftovers from Retribution come out to help Austin Theory? Yeah, also, we didn't even talk about Retribution. What is that about? But anyways, that's a different time or day. They weren't even on Survivor, or, yeah, Survivor Series at all. So then they come out as Scream, Gargano wins, and then Austin Theory takes his mask off and goes, it was I me, fucking Austin. Hated this. And I'm like, no, you're Austin. Oh, that pissed me off. Ugh. Okay, so... They have this indie uh, girl with uh, Candice LeRae and now Austin Theories with Gargano. It looks like they're making a faction between these four, which I think is is a new direction for Gargano. So I'm excited about that. He needs something. Austin Theory, was he with Angel Garza and um, Andrade? Was that him? He was. For, yeah. For, okay, that's I think what I they thought. Did that briefly, and then I don't. I think they were like, "This isn't working. Let's let's do something." Well, it else made no them. sense. And also, uh, where the hell is Andrade and Garza? Like, are they hurt? I don't know. Whatever. I'm I'm right. getting off topic. But yeah, I'm right. I'm there with you. I didn't think it was a horrible match until all the screen people dropped, and I'm like, "What is happening? Why is Billy Loomis out here?" There were entertaining parts where, like, Damian Priest just straight up wouldn't wrestle Leon Ruff. He's just like, just stay over there. I, let me just have this match with Gargano. You are nothing to me. So that was a cool dynamic. But, yeah, everything just fall, fell flat. And then especially as soon as the Ghostface uh, mob came in, which is cool. They revealed that it's Austin Theory. But who are the other four guys? Or does it even matter? Yeah, I don't know. Next is the main event, the men's war games match. The Undisputed Era versus Pete Dunne, Danny Birch, Oni Larkin, and a fan. Dude, Pat McAfee gets it. I hate him. I'll give it to him. I just want to piss you off. You literally watch this dude. Yeah, he's got a radio show. He went through, what, two tables? Dude, he had to have been training longer for these spots because, like, the shit that he did. Can we talk about straight up how he fell off the top of the Thank page you. and no one caught him? Yeah, he hit that hard. He's definitely feeling it today. Like, I was actually going to tune into his podcast today or his radio show today because I was just like, I want to know how he's feeling. When he tried to do the uh, superplex on Cole, I thought this was kind of funny, and this just shows he's still learning. Cole pushes him, and he just he goes like stiff. It. <laughs> like, it looks yeah. like he got shot and just falls through a table. Um, the end of it, because like they show that in the replay like three times, and it's just like he taps him, and he's yeah. like, whoa! Pete Dunn's a machine. He's an animal. 45 minutes in that ring? Like, he's so good. The Kyle O'Reilly cussing out uh, Pat McAfee was great. Like, I love that. And they couldn't edit everything out. And some words slipped through, which was awesome. Oni Larkin and uh, Danny Birch were good. Like, sure. Bobby Fish was good. Like, it was overall, it was really good. Now, I heard Bobby Fish lacerated his elbow, which is just another way of saying it got cut. Like, okay, so yeah. he's getting stitches. So I don't know. Who else? I think it was Oni Larkin got hit in the head by uh, a, a chair, and you could see at the end, like, his eyebrow was completely cut open. Nice. But, I mean, that's it's War Games, man. Yeah, it was good. I liked it, and I'm sorry, I probably would have had Pat McAfee's crew go over. Really? Undisputed Era, there's not... What? They're there. They're done. Like No, but I think this was the face turn for the Undisputed yeah, Era. Yeah, but they've, like, done, like, enough for the company, like, that a loss there wouldn't work, and then you could actually build a new heel stable with Pat McAfee's crew. And, like, actually gotten them over more. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, now, did I care that Undisputed win? No. But um, the fact Pat McAfee kicked out of Adam Cole's finisher, I was like, whoa, they let him that do that? That was insane. I couldn't believe that. Yeah, like, that was good. Oh, and we didn't even touch base on this. And I completely forgot. There was two spots in the women's match that we forgot. One, freaking Ember Moon's uh, stunner off the top rope to a chair. 
was really good. And that was cool. Candace LeRae getting like completely dropped on her stomach on the chair. They did that, I think, to Adam Cole too in the in the. Oh, Warrior that was match. Adam Cole. I'm sorry, yeah, Adam, Adam Cole did. Oh, that he was brutal. Dunn did that finisher on him with the chair, and it was the yeah. top of the chair. I was like, oh, why would you agree to that, Colt? Like, right. ouch. Uh, I felt bad for the cameraman that was stuck between both of the rings yeah. in the cage. Like, Can I get out of here? <laughs> He's so passive-aggressive about it. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> uh, War Games, I feel like, has kind of like taken over uh, the mantle of like the quote-unquote WrestleMania of NXT. Like It used to be, what is it, NXT Brooklyn was like the... Uh, yes. event of the year and i think wargame has just wargame has taken over. over i like it because every match was good i mean i didn't like the triple threat uh north american match but there were still big spots in it yep uh so uh pete dud of the week oh i'm just you know as pains me to say i'm saying undertaker's retirement undertaker it wow. didn't care no the retirement not undertaker the retirement in general on his retirement you would make him the dud i don't care like i could say it I'm saying a dude who kept his identity secret for over 30 years, who stayed in character for over 30 years, who literally went through some of the worst matches. Like, he put his body out there for 30 years, only to have some stupid roll call of people he wrestled to only not say anything. And for him to just come out and talk in the Undertaker voice and walk away in the retirement, like, just didn't hit. I, right. I feel like he deserved more and right. he should have been put out the way like every other wrestler. Like, you know, I'm sorry, Ric Flair retiring was against Shawn Michaels, even though he didn't technically retire. And that's why I still don't think Undertaker's done. But that was the way to go out. Like you go out on top like Bray Wyatt. I'm sorry. I still think should have been the one to just put him out. Right. We've already kind of done the thing with the whole uh, him. Like I think he kind of did it early with taking the hat off, the gloves off, folding it up, putting him in the ring. He exactly. couldn't do that again. So, yeah, why not put someone... I mean, if, if Undertaker is really true about the business, at some point, he should be putting somebody over, somebody young. And Bray Wyatt should have been the one to come out at the retirement and just destroy everybody. Because I had a feeling they were going to do that when Kane came out in all of his fucking ring attire that he did. Bray Wyatt could do a funhouse and be like, oh, look what I found. And he's holding Undertaker stuff, and he goes... Oh, yeah, he was like one of my favorites. And they'll be like, I'm not finished with you yet. I would even say uh, Finn Balor walk up with all of his clothes and be like, oh, yeah, like it was really great you left, you know, and throws his clothes into his chest and be like, but we are done and like turns his fingers like he's been doing. Like you could put him over, beat The Undertaker and Undertaker would be more than happy to work with him. So that's why I'm saying his retirement is the dud, not Undertaker. The retirement was the dud. I get it. I'm going to go with Lana. Uh, and you know why? She was a close <laughs> second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, stud of the week? I'm going to go with Io Shirai. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she lost the match, but damn, she's a champ. Io Shirai, I mean, it's either her, I'm going Pete Dunn because he okay. just didn't stop. <laughs> like, he killed it. So, kudos. Nice. Well, hey, man, I guess uh, the Full Nelson Press episode 92 is a wrap. If you enjoy our witty banter on sports entertainment, find the Full Nelson Press on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we're on iTunes, Spotify. Subscribe to us, like us, review us. 
Do whatever you want with us. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. What are you playing, Pete? Call of Duty, but Cyberpunk comes out this week. Are you getting it? I I need to watch reviews. You know me. Like, I, I, I know you're going to hate it. I, I think I cannot believe you're going to waste $60 on a game that you're going to hate. I don't know if I'll hate it yet. Maybe I'll like this one because it's cars and not horses like The Witcher. You know? And maybe. Maybe it's like animatronic updates, which are cooler than potions. Like, I'm sorry. But I don't heavy dialogue. That's the thing that is keeping me, like, at bay to get it because I hate heavy dialogue. I don't which need... Blows my mind that you're such a huge Metal Gear Solid fan. But I don't uh, have with... to answer the question. Do you get what I mean? So heavy dialogue is fine in a game. Metal Gear does it great. Like Liquid, he'll talk and be like, this is my plan from birth. And you're like, oh my God, this is cool. Liquid doesn't go, so what do you think of that? And then there's four <laughs> questions for me to be like, I don't like it. I do like it. Hey, did you buy a new pen today? Like, I don't need those. Just have my character do it. I get it. I get so, it. Yeah, I mean, Call of Duty's been fun. I don't think we're playing too much. We gotta play Skate soon. Uh, the Game Pass has UFC. I was thinking about making a super ugly UFC fighter and, and punching your face with him. Nope, we'll allow it. No, nope, we'll allow it. I'm too good. I did download Cricket 2019. <laughs> I don't even. I don't remember how the sport works, of but I can't wait did. to play it. Did you do it because uh, War Games had like six? I cricket saw Cricket bats, bats, in bats it? which weren't real. If you got hit in the bat with a Cricket bat like that, oh, your back is shattered. I hate when people. People pick up stuff that you could tell how light it is. That you know? sledgehammer or the little mallet. I'm like, no. Yes. They're, they're like flipping it around. I'm like, you know how heavy those are? Like, no. Or am I that weak? I don't know. Yeah, right. All right. Well, hey, go watch some wrestling. Yeah, bet.